0: Alhamdulillah, لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا alone. When ومن was in the room, he said, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to Ama bad for all the Billahim, the Sheet One regime, Smilahi Rahmani Rahim, Oma Atakum or Sura for Huu, who amana hakuman who fanta Azim, Subhanakala in Malana, Ilama Alamtana, in Naka and Talim Hakim, or Bishrahli Sadri, where Siri, Amri, Wahal Octatamilisani of Kahu Koni, do shape a Respected <laughs> brothers. Insha'Allah, just to continue from where we left off in the last session We were discussing some of the most important events That had taken place in the battle of Badr The first battle, Ghazwa, in Islam Which the Quran describes as Yawm furqan as I mentioned in the last session that this was not something that was pre-planned by Hazrat-e Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but whatever happens happens by the wish and command by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Mushrikeen in Makkah came with a massive strong army from Makkatul Al Mukarrama to aid Abu Sufyan And Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Mujahideen companions were only 313 in number. Very simple, 70 camels, a few swords, two horses in comparison to a strong army, an army that was armed to the teeth. And all the famous warriors of Mushrikeen Makkah were also in that army the only person who was absent was Abu Lahab Abu Lahab was the only man who was not in the army, he stayed back in Makkatul Al Mukarramah but everyone else, all the elite leaders were there and both the armies the believers and the disbelievers met in the area of Badr Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was in a tent Uh, a tent was prepared for Huzul on one side where he could view everything that was uh, to occur in the battle and he would give to some of the companions whatever strategy he would want to implement in the battle and the only man guarding the tent the of Rasulullah sallallahu Was Hadreti Abu Bakr Siddiq ta'ala an This was quite a unique battle In a sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has also mentioned this in his beautiful kalam In fact the word badr is also mentioned in the Quran The word badr Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Imran وَلَكَدْ نَصَّرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرٍ وَأَنْتُمْ أَذِلَّةِ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهُ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ And remember the time when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you victorious at Badr وَأَنْتُمْ أَذِلَّةِ إِسْحَالْ مِنْكِتُمْ بِسَرُوْ سَامَانْتِ This is the tajuma I remember that our ustazs when we were in madrasa, this is the word what he said, wa antum azilla. And Azilla means when you were weak. You had nothing with you. Fattakullah. Allah says to the companions, So fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is the meaning of fear? It means that make sure that taqwa is with you at all times. And be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who will help you yes. Now here, something that the Muslims were not, not ready And a massive army just comes in Madinatul Munawwara Taking advantage of the situation Ab sallallahu alayhi wa was there Taking mashwira from the companions And on the eve of Badr When that the fight was to take place the next day Absalallahu sallallahu alayhi wa stayed awake all night making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these are the verses that were revealed to huzur alayhi salatu was salam. glad tidings were given to him iztaqulu lil mu'mineena allain yakfiyakum yumiddakum rabbukum mi thalasati alafin al-mala'ikati munzalin. Allah says to Hadrati Nabiya <coughs> Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that remember when you were saying to the believers that is it not enough for you that Allah is to help you and aid you with three thousand angels how many angels? three thousand angels now the mushrikeen came with a thousand but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is helping the believers, the muttaqeen, the Muslimin, with how many angels? three thousand Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa gave glad tidings to the believers that three thousand angels will come to help the muslimin later on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayat bala in tasbiru but if you are patient whatatqu and you become you you, you become muttaqi you have taqwa even in the battlefield wa and when you see the kufar rushing towards you to fight you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you with 5,000 malaika musawwimin And all of them will be marked So when you are at battle you have a special uniform So the angels will have their own uniform So on one hand Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was promised 3,000 Then an increase of another 2,000 So a total of 5,000 malaika angels would be there to help you Alaihi wasallam had a smile on his face, and he said just before the fight, Alaihi wasallam and the believers were a bit tired, tired, and they they did not sleep like a snooze, like a a snooze that had taken place. And straight away the believers woke up. This uh, is Basharat, glad tidings from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That Allah will protect them and victory is for the Muslimin. Later on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah does not need angels. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the power that only 313 of the mujahids, the companions, are enough for 1000. But this is just for them as an assurance, as glad tidings, so that when they see. Some of the angels there with them, it will increase their iman and their love for Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So wa ma j'alahu illa bushra lakum wa ditut ma inna kulubakum bi, and so that your hearts are at peace. Allah says wa nasru illa min 'inda Allah but help is only with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah does not need angels but this is just a form of assurance al aziz al hakim allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is almighty and all wise it is said that in the fight some of the companions described the scene and they said that the enemy was in front of us as we would lift up the sword to strike him that enemy the opponent was down on the floor dead and not just dead, it is said that smoke, so when you burn something, the smoke and the, the ashes that are there, smoke was coming out from inside the body as if something is burning inside. The mufassireen say that the reason for that is the swords and the weapons that the angels were holding, uh, the angels brought that down from Jahannam to kill them. So it was very, very, extremely hot and it was uh, hot because it was burnt into the fire of Jahannam. And so smoke was coming out from their body and instantly everybody was killed. It is said that on the day of Badr, Shaitan also came in a human form and he came and he said to the Mushrikeen that don't worry, My support is also with you, my support is also with you. That is why it is said that many a times uh, you will notice that jinns can intervene in a person's life. And so you have the good jinns, the Muslims, the believing jinns, and then you have the Kuffar. You have jinns that are Christians, you have jinns that are Jews, you have jinns that are Hindus, you have jinns that are atheists, and they dislike Islam, just like how you have uh, in uh, human beings, people who have different religious identity so you have both, from this, from this verse of the Quran we see that the Shaitan, the Jinn came and he said to the Kuffar that I will be standing shoulder to shoulder with you So I will be close to you, so not to worry, we will defeat the Muslim Allah says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described here the jinn as shaitan and that when the shaitan what he did is that he made the evil deeds seem good, fair for them and he said to them, you will defeat everyone today. Wa inni Jarul Lakum and I am your neighbour. I am very, very close to you. I will fight with you. in Makkah did not recognize this person, but he was a very powerful person, as if he was the head of one tribe and he himself was to come with his own private army. So they were very, very confident that we have a thousand strong men. And we have this other person coming to aid us, who we don't even recognize But it is said that when he came to the Maidan of Badr And Allah says فَلَمَّا تَرَأَتِ ala عَلَىٰ وَقَالَ إِنِّي بَرِيءٌ minkum. When he saw the angels and he saw the angels He said, I don't even recognize you, who are you? I have to go back Jarul lakum and now he says Inni bari'um minkum I am free from you So the mushrikeen said that you were with us You have a strong army How come even before the fight You are running away There are only a few hundred in number And you say that We have no power to fight them So what he said He says, Inni aram ma la tarawna. He said that the, the, the jinn said to the mushrikeen that what I see with my eyes you can't see. Inni ara he could see the angels. So he says, Inni Ara Mala tarona what I can see you can't see. Inni Acha wallahu shahidulyak and he said that I fear Allah that I will be punished. I will be punished. So here, even though the Shaitan says I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one is to fear Allah to save his kin. And one is to have Iman on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Two different things So it's not about Iman, he just wants to save himself He knows that the angels are here That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has appointed with every human being an angel Who is hafaza Who is hafaza angel And that angel is there to protect insan If the hafaza were not there then it would be very difficult for Insan to walk on the face of this earth jinns are very very powerful and they would kill all human beings so when they see the Hafaza they change the direction even if they wanted to do something uh, it was difficult for them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected Insan with Malaika, with angels that surround him so Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khalikun nas He has created insan, He has created jinn And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects insan And both are Mukallaf. Both have to follow the sharia Of anbiya alayhimu salatu wasallam. salam So this was a unique battle Where we had believers, disbelievers You had on one side malaika, angels that came And you also had with the kuffar shayateen Who were there prepared to fight the Muslimin? It is said that Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Awf, who was Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Awf? A very wealthy man. A very wealthy man. Subhanallah. But when the companions had wealth, my respected brothers, that would not change their personality or their character to the slightest. In fact, it would increase them in the Iman. Today what happens, when someone hasn't got money and if Allah blesses him with money If he hasn't got money and Allah blesses him with money And he gets a good sports car and a good house Then you see his attitude changes completely He is then not walking on the face of this earth, he is up there in the heavens His thinking is different, his talking becomes different his character changes. Everything changes. Subhanallah. For the wealth that Allah has given him, he does not realize that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to test him. But everything changes. Wo bhoot andar Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf was a multi-millionaire, billionaire of his time. He, whilst in Madinatul Munawara, he owned houses in Syria, and in other parts of uh, the, the Arab world such a businessman, he had so, so much money It said that when he passed away uh, all of the wives got so much money and so much more was given to uh, the Mujahideen of Badr who survived, and their family members so Hanad Abdul Rahman bin Auf was there and close to him were two young boys Standing on the right and on the left so Allah Abdurrahman peeped on his right and left and he said that oh my two young boys now when you are fighting uh, a, a very powerful army of the Mushrikeen who have fought for their entire life generations have passed in fighting for them so when he saw the two boys on the side right and left he said that it's going to be difficult today, because if you have someone on your right and on your left someone who is brave, strong, powerful he can support you and he can cover you well when you are fighting so the two young boys, laughs they said to Azabdur Rahman bin Awf, Uncle can you tell us who Abu Jahl is? and Azabdur Rahman bin Awf was shocked Today our youth go crazy on Beckham <coughs> On Beckham Astaghfirullah And not realizing that some of these football players are even racist And they hate you And they hate you because of your deen And they hate the sight of you When they see you with your, with your beard and your amama They dislike you but yet we adore them compare the youth of Leicester 2005 and compare the youth in the time of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu alaihi wasallam the love they had so the two young boys both of them said that can you tell us who Abu Jahal is so Abdul bin Aaf was surprised he says what do you want to know Abdur, who Abu Jahal is he said uncle we have heard that he has disrespected Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we come in this battle of Badr with this intention that both of us will kill him with our own hands. We will kill him, we will finish him off. Abdul Rahman bin awf was shocked to see that love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam pouring out from such young boys, companions, Sahabi Rasul and the strength the valor and power and the courage that was there and he says, as I was looking at them, I noticed that Abu Jahl with his arrogance was on his horse and on his horse looking at the line of the kuffar, the rows of the kuffar and making sure that everyone is ready so he said to the two boys, come close to me, come close to me, look, look, look. this is Abu Jahl and the minute Abd rahman bin Awf pointed at Abu Jahal, it is said that the two boys rushed at him Hazrat Abd rahman bin Awf was in tears this is the level of Iman that these two boys had, what was I thinking in my heart and what these two boys turned out to be and he said he was crying, he said look at the power they had, they went right in front of Abu Jahl. one of the brother attacked the horse when the horse was down Abu Jahl came down and whatever they had both of them got together and they injured Abu Jahl severely and I use the word injury was given to him why? because it is said that he was knocked down unconscious and the two boys thought that they have killed him so when they looked at Abu Jahl they smiled and they said Alhamdulillah we have done what we promised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Our mission has been completed This was the Iman They ran quickly without thinking twice And they attacked as if everything was pre-planned How they are going to attack Abu Jahl And they knew exactly how Abu Jahl would fight And as if they had trained already for all this it is said that abu jahal closed his eyes and blood was coming out from his body and abdullah ibn masud ta'ala who was very very skinny very slim very soft also but he was a mujahid it is said that once he he climbed up a tree uh, to break off one branch and abdullah ibn masud and some of the companions when they saw the, the legs of Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood they started to laugh because Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood was very slim and the legs were not as as muscular as some of the other companions and some of them laughed and when they laughed Hazrat Abdullah ibn Masood did not like that Hazrat alayhi salatu was there and Abdullah ibn said on behalf of Abdullah ibn Masood that you laugh at the legs of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud but if Abdullah ibn Mas'ud عنه, body and his iman and his taqwa is greater than the mountain of Uhud that you are just looking at the legs of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud so one is to be muscular my respected brothers and one is to have that courage <coughs> in Darul Umbari when we were studying uh, a classmate of mine whose name was Morana Shaib Ashik. He lives in Coventry. When you see Morana Shaib Ashik, he again was very, very slim, very skinny, very slim. But again, always exercising. And it seemed that when he came to Madrasa, he he did more exercise than <laughs> mashallah. the maqsad that he came of. But is an alim, mashallah, and a good alim. Every time in the holidays, he would opt to uh, do night duty in the madrasa at that time in the 1980s uh, 1985 things were very difficult in Dalumbari at that time so you had a lot of the neighbors who were racist and they would come and smash the windows so Maulana shayab ashik was a single man who would come and who would stand there with a simple stick right in the on the front entrance and he would make sure that not a single window was broken and if anybody did anything he would run a mile to make sure he he gets those uh, the people who the perpetrators and he said that once he came to Ramsbottom that's uh, the the village down Dalumbari and there were a few um, young youth non-Muslim whites looking at him so he actually stopped, and there were about six, seven people, strong. So when you see Moran Asher Bashik, he's, he's very slim, but again, the courage that he had. So he said to them that, all of you are looking at me, what I will do is I will give you my photo. And he took out his photo and gave it to them. <laughs> so this is who he was, very strong, very cheeky, but that Iman was there. So Abdullah ibn Mas'ud الله تعالى, And though he was skinny, not that muscular But he was a mujahid So Abdullah ibn wasallam said that Don't look at the flesh And the legs of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud That you laugh at him And the honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him That in that open area Where Abu Jahl was on the ground bleeding He noticed that Abu Jahl opened his eyes he blinked, opened his eyes quickly he took his sword and got on top of Abu Jahl and he put the sword on the neck and Abu Jahl then opened it up his eyes and he looked and he knew that Abdullah ibn Masud, he recognized Abdullah ibn Masud, Muhajir and he said to him because Abdullah ibn Masud was again slim and short not very strong so Abu Jahl says, oh Abdullah, do you know who you are sitting on? Don't you think it is an honor for you to be on top of me? <laughs> Allahu the takabbur, the arrogance, the pride. The ruh is coming out from his halaq, but yet he's not saying la ilaha illallah. That is why, Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa said, that the Firaun of Musa alayhi salatu is nothing compared to my Firaun. Why? Because Fir'aun at the end said that I want to bring Iman on the rub of Musa <laughs> but it was the time of sakarat, so Allah did not accept So Abu Jahl is saying to him that if you want to cut my throat then do me a favor cut my throat not from the top part but from the lower section of my throat cut me from here so that if victory is with the Muslims with you when they see my head my head is big and at a high position as compared to the different heads that you cut. So make sure you cut my head with my throat there complete. This was the takabbur and arrogance. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud ta'ala and ito kya kare diya usko, khatam Subhanallah, all this took place in battle of Badr. And Seventy of the elite leaders were killed and seventy of them were captured. Now these were Qureshi people, shocked when news, was, news broke out to the people of Makkah. Women came out of Makkah al started to cry. Abu Lahab went out of his sense, he did not know what to do. All the leaders, Muslims have won, 313 have beaten a, a strong army and prisoners were captured. Apsallallahu alayhi wasallam is doing mashwira Hazrat Sa'ad bin Muaz is sitting there Apsallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him Sa'ad, what is your opinion? And he says, Ya Rasulallah I think we should execute them Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq <inaudible> radiallahu ta'ala an was there And says, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an What is your opinion of the prisoners? Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq <inaudible> was very soft Apsallallahu alayhi wasallam said That uh, Hazrat Abu Bakr's heart is so soft So soft that there is, there is no heart as layin in the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like Abu Bakr Siddiq and he says, Ya Rasulullah, I wish my opinion is that you grant them freedom and obviously with the money as ransom for their freedom and when they see you insha'Allah, Allah will give them guidance so I have hope that if they see you Allah will give them guidance As Umar ta'ala an was there Abdul Aziz Omar said, Ya Rasulullah, I think that my relatives who are kuffar should be given to me. The relatives of Abu Bakr Siddiq should be given to him. The relations, relatives of Hazrat Ali should be given to Hazrat Ali, and all the believers should kill and execute the disbelievers to show Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala." that our love for Allah is greater even though they are related to us so relations must kill their own relatives and there were other also other opinions Abdullah ibn Rawaha said that we should dig up a trench and set that ablaze and throw all of them inside Abdullah alaihi wasallam heard the opinion and he said that my uh, verdict is that I go by the opinion of Abu Bakr Siddiq that we should show a bit of leniency and give them freedom, and give them freedom after the ransom money that they give us. Abu Alaihi Wasallam said that, and he also said that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is like Hazrat Ibrahim salam and Hazrat Isa salam who were soft in their hearts, and Hazrat Umar Taala an is like Hazrat. Uh, Musa alayhi salat wa salam and Hazrat Nuh alayhi salat wa salam. Who said, "Allah, don't even uh, make sure that the flood comes and destroys all the people here. He, he cursed them." But Dua Devi, he said, Hazrat Umar is like that. But Allah Subhanahu wa Taala then revealed the ayat that Maqam alim Nabiyi amanu that it is it it does not be befit a Nabi that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam's first law was. That grant them freedom. Allah's wish was that all of them should be killed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that if punishment was to come then all of them would be punished. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not wish that. Obviously, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was there. But the muhaddisin say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted the decision of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and so the Quran here again takes a hard stance on the kuffar why? because they would have done the same thing to the Muslimin. if muslims were caught, that is what the, they would do the same thing subhanallahilazim so in Shariat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given uh, the believers mujahideen uh, that freedom that if the qazi whatever he decides whether to free them or whether to punish them that will be at the discretion of the Qazi who is the Amir of the Muslimin at that time but these were some of the important events that had taken place in the Battle of Badr Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu taalaan played an important role. Why? Because he was always with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The most difficult position in the Battle of Badr was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu taalaan. Wa akhiru da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alamin. اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا وملانا محمد النبي الأمين وعلى آله والسليم تسلما اللهم تقبل منا وتب علينا إنك أنت تواب الرحيم اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك وعظيم سلطانك اللهم إننا سلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في ديني والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في ما وقنا شر ما قضيت انك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك وانه لا يذل مواليت ولا يعز من عاديت تبارك ربنا وتعالى ذا الجلال والاكرام نستغفرك ونتوب اليك وصل الله على النبي الكريم اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك اللهم اننا نسلك من رضاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين